0: On the 15th day of Shvat is Rosh Hashanah Lilanus. It's the New Year's Day for the trees and we celebrate their special day by eating fruits from the Shiva Samina. If you think about it, wouldn't it make more sense to celebrate the Rosh Hashanah for the trees in the middle of the spring or in the middle of the summer when the f- trees are full of fruits and flourishing and blossoming? So why is it that Tu always falls out in the middle of the winter, when all of the trees are totally barren and seemingly bereft of any signs of life. So Chazal tells us, when this special day of Tu arrives, some sort of Tchisa Mason begins. Something happens under the earth. A life-giving sap begins to work its way through the trees to give them new vitality. And that resurrects plant life. And eventually, into luscious fruits, that the trees will produce in the coming spring and summer. The Satmar and the Sefer says that when the Mishnah says that Tu Bishvat is the Rosh Hashanah for the fruits of the tree, it's alluding to our fruits, our children. He says, on Tu Bishvat, we are judged and how we are raising our children. Are we giving them enough shade? Are we supplying them with enough water? Are we giving them the tools to blossom and grow? Are we giving them the proper attention and affection for them to prosper and flourish? The Pasik and Pasha shoyftim asks, hasada? is the tree of the field a human being? The Pasik is asking a rhetorical question. But Chazal expound the possek and take it literally. A Adam hasada, Man is compared to a tree of the field. The moral explains that just like a tree, the number of leaves and fruits it produces is directly proportional to the toil and effort invested in planting it. Similarly, as parents, the effort and energy we put into raising our children will determine the extent to which they thrive and grow. So, why do we celebrate tu B'Shvat in the middle of the winter when the trees are devoid of its leaves and fruit? Because on tu B'Shvat we celebrate potential, we embrace the possibilities. At times, it may seem as if all of our energy and toil we have invested in our children are all in vain, and we become frustrated and discouraged. We believe that our influence on them is non-existent. However, this is a misnomer, because deep in the recesses of their hearts, little seeds are taking root. Small changes are waiting for the opportunity to burst forth and blossom, resulting in significant spiritual growth. This brings to mind a beautiful idea from the Chadusha Harim. He asks, In Kriishma we say, And these words which I command to you today, Al levevecha, you shall place them on your heart. levevecha, you shall teach them to your children. As the Chadusha Harim, Al levevecha, you shall place these words on your heart, Bilvevecha, in your heart. Says the Gai Rebbe, very often we reason with our children. We explain, we demonstrate, we educate, we implore. And all our efforts are seemingly falling on deaf ears. The road to their hearts seems clogged and congested. Nothing can penetrate the iron walls they have built around themselves. Says the Pasik, don't give up. Take your words and put it al-Lavavecha. Place it on their hearts. Keep on teaching. Keep on persevering. Pile up your words on their hearts. Because one day, their hearts will open up. And all that you have taught, all your inspiration, all your encouragement, will slide right into their hearts. This week, we read about the miracle of Kriyas Yamsuf. The Pasik says, Miriam She took out her drums and she led the women in song and dance. And the question is, how in the world did Miriam have musical instruments in the middle of a desert? The Eden ran out of Mitzrayim with their shirts on their backs. Hashem had to provide them with their basic provisions. And Miriam packs a drum set in her backpack? How do we understand that? So, as I'll say that during the intense slavery of the Jewish people in Mitzrayim, in the midst of their suffering, the Jewish women had a munah. They truly believed in their hearts that the day would come when they would be free once again. They never gave up hope that Hashem would save them, so they kept musical instruments handy so they could celebrate that monumental event. And when that day finally arrived, they burst into song, playing their instruments as they crossed the sea. And perhaps this is why Tu B'Shvat consistently coincides with the reading of Parshas B'Shalach. Despite facing numerous challenges and difficulties while raising their families, Jewish mothers never lose faith. They firmly believe that the energy and effort they invest in their children will one day bear fruit. On Tu B'Shvat, we are reminded of the words of the Holy Chadush HaRam. Al L'Vavecha. Take your words and place them on their hearts. Keep on pleading. Keep imploring. Keep on yearning. Because one day, their hearts will open up and all that you have taught all your guidance, all your motivation will slide right into their hearts. And now, we know. Have a wonderful day.